Welcome back to the Third World Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob, and here's my co-host, Caleb. Caleb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to follow your lead. <laughs> well, here's this one. We are joined once again by Caleb's brother, Matt. How did I get here? <laughs> I haven't seen you guys in, for, in he, forever. He broke out of the closet. We locked him in, mm-hmm. and he said that he won't tell the cops if we let him do another episode. So, please tell us, how are you doing today? I'm I'm actually doing fairly well. I'm ready to uh, eat some food, since that's a tradition that y'all have. Well, don't get too excited, because we still got to do the episode. We eat at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I learn this lesson every week. <laughs> but my stomach's making the rumble. <laughs> that only... Whatever we're going to have today is going to satisfy <laughs> You had to catch yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to spoil the ending. <laughs> I'll spoil the ending to this movie. No. <laughs> Cut the tape. Not Cut. spoilers. <laughs> well, okay, since we're talking about food, i got a good question for y'all. Have y'all ever lost your appetite? Yeah, all the time. Oh, okay, hold on. All the time, what? Yeah. <laughs> the answer right for now. me is never. Never lost your appetite? Except... One time, and that's the story I'm going to share today. But um, I could eat anything at any time. I could... Horror movie? Don't care. I'm eating. National Geographic? Oh, that's where I get my crawfish from? How? You know, I it's like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but uh, have y'all ever, like, lost your appetite? Matt yeah, says all the time. I lose my you. appetite whenever I'm, like, watching anything remotely gross. Or if I'm, like, really, like, anxious. Um, I'm always hungry. Wow. Always. So it's just, like... Interesting. No issues here. No, I'm, I'm I'm with him on that, but it's I was gonna say more of like I'm trying to eat, and then we get into a dumb argument and be like, <laughs> you know what? I don't want to eat anymore. You know, like I've had it. That's, well, yeah, that's different. You always want to make a good entrance, like you know what? I've lost my appetite. Then you take your food with you wherever you go. Just like <laughs> you need. To, it's all about appearances. Well, why do you ask, Caleb? Well, guys, you know me. I'm chock full of good stories. Mm-hmm. I got one story for you. And it's going to be hard to illustrate, so I'm going to use the best descriptions I can because there's no video on this show. At least not yet. All right, here I go. So I'm sitting there with my buddy at Buffalo Wild Wings, right? Ew. And I know, right? First red flag. <laughs> like, man, I'm, I lost, I lost my appetite already. It's going to be a good episode. Okay, so we're chilling. And back in the day, they used to have this uh, sampler plate, but it was only the cheese item. So the mozzarella sticks, the cheese curds. And they got the item with, it's got all the cheese stuff on it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I want this, right? And then me and my buddy were sitting there and we're sharing. And I was like, okay, cool. And he gets uh, he gets his part on his plate. And he takes a bite of the mozzarella stick. Yeah. And you know how when you take a bite of the mozzarella stick, it has the stretchy cheese on it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, he swallowed it before the cheese had, um, you know, broken. You know what I'm saying? So it was like just a big old string coming from his mouth. And he swallowed it. Like the bilical cord? Uh, the what? Like an umbilical cord? Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And he started choking. <laughs> oh, no. All right? And so, oh, no. and so he's sitting there, <clears throat> and I was like, oh, are you okay, buddy? <clears throat> look over. <clears throat> and he had a weird choking thing uh, sound. Uh-huh. He just go, <clears throat> <clears throat> and I was like, <clears throat> and then he just starts coughing food out, right? <laughs> and he's like, <clears throat> and then a big old chunk of cheese comes and then, out. And then Caleb but comes over, he's like, ah, oh, I'll take the second Before thing. anything came out, he tried to pull it out, but because it's the mozzarella cheese, it just kept stretching. <laughs> oh, no. So, so like a clown, it's like a clown that's trying to take the take the handkerchief chain out of his mouth. He's pulling his cheese out, like a like a fish, you know, like he's reeling in a oh, fishing that's rod. Brilliant. And finally, he gets out this giant wad of cheese and just chunks it out on the table. And I was like, you know what, buddy, I'm not hungry anymore. You lost me at Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it gets worse. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god! Yeah, that, it was that, uh, and that's. I've lost my appetite before. That's the only time because, like, I can when I'm sick, I'm still eating. You know what I'm saying? Like, really? I'm, I'm still. So even when you're, when I'm sick, dude, I can't eat anything but toast, and that's even like uh, pushing it. Nothing ever dampens your appetite, does it, Sam? You don't get that reference because it's from Lord of the Rings, but that is, it rings true. <laughs> rings true. Yeah. Okay, stop. That was bad. No. <laughs> Weak. Matt, you have any funny stories about food where you're just like, Ugh, or maybe something mm. funny? I mean, I've always kind of been the weird one, kind of like when I eat in a group of people. Let's say we're watching a horror movie, someone just gets, you know, totally ripped in half or something, and I'm, I don't know, eating a steak or something. You know, I'll stare right at that movie, I'm like, man, I always make the same joke every single time. If we're eating and we're watching something gross, I will openly say, like, man, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'll start eating some more. They're like, oh, how could you? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's basically it. As far as, like, you no know, funny food story, um, no. <laughs> I'm not well, a steak guy. I'm not really good at, like, thinking of things on the spot. Are y'all, are y'all sure. here steak? people do you like steak no not really i don't like steak i'm very i very openly love steak yeah that is my favorite food yeah like if 
if you put a gun to my wife's head and be like, what's, what's your uh, husband's favorite food? You know, she knows the answer. It's, That's not yeah. where I thought that was going <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, pick your wife. Play, or there's a plate of steak in front of you. Either your wife dies or you pick the steak. Just give me a minute. Ask me later. Ask me later. But I'm hungry. Well, if you understand, right? Um, I don't know what it is. Like, the more tender the steak is, definitely, it's it's great. I don't really like red meat that much, but I, I do like chicken meat. fried steak. That's mm. good stuff. Red meat's amazing. Really? Yeah, red I mean, meat. like, I, I like burgers, but, like, I prefer turkey burger or something like that, you know, like a substitute or whatever. But, okay. yeah, not not much on the steak. I, th- I think it's too hard to eat, honestly. Uh, ground meat is completely different. Uh, you're, you're not supposed to have red meat when it comes to ground meat, mainly because if you grind the meat, like, the bacteria is all on the outside. So if you cook a steak, it's not ground. If you cook a steak, you've burned all the bacteria that is on the meat. Mm-hmm. However, if you grind it, now that bacteria is in the meat. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So you know if that, there's, like if there's red raw. meat inside of ground meat, that's that's bad. You know? How do you like your steaks cooked? Because I'm a little interesting. I like it medium rare. That sounds very normal. <laughs> sounds like a normal way to order your meat. Yeah, uh, I'm an I, interesting I, fellow. I only drink light beer. I used to be, uh, <laughs> <laughs> used to be a, uh, a well-done guy. After a while, uh, you know, I started to like broaden, you know, spread out my wings, you know, try out some red meat. So I started asking him for medium well and then medium because I wasn't getting enough red. They would always overcook it, you know. So I asked for mid well and they gave me well done, you know. Look at you, the so evolution. I started asking for more and more red meat and now I'm at the medium rare stage because I like medium steak. That's, that's where I kind of like it to be. So I asked yeah. for medium rare because cooks, I realized, kind of suck today, and they can't get their temperatures right. So if I ask for medium rare, I'll always get medium, and it's good. Yeah. You know? I don't like steak like that. I hate, Like, I, I get the rare, and, like, I taste it. I can taste the difference when mm. we go to a steakhouse. But I just, I don't like the flavor that much. Hmm. I don't. So. It's the juice. <laughs> I, I just think they're too hard to, they're just too hard to eat. I don't know. Uh, I'm wrestling with the steak. I, you know, but I'll, I'll slam a rack of ribs. I'll slam anything else. I'll slam the brisket. I saw a funny meme. It was like uh, this guy showed like his steak and it was like totally like almost like burnt. He was like, this ain't even well done. This is congratulations. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I've, I've been to several steakhouses, and like, I, uh, same thing. You like whiskey, Matt? I hate whiskey. I hate it. Really? And it's hilarious because everyone likes it. And I, I went to a whiskey tasting, and I, I tried the sweet stuff for women. You know, peanut butter whiskey sounded real sweet. That's awful. It, it, it's just as bad. I'm like, I'm like uh, whiskey. It's kind of like my coffee. I need my coffee black. It needs to be <laughs> yeah. in its purest form. Right. Like that's that's just how whiskey needs to be. Yeah. You know, drunk, drink, drink, whatever, however you say it. Yeah. But drinked. <laughs> Drink. But as soon as you start adding sugar to it, you're just like, ugh, I feel like yeah. so sick afterwards. Well, and the peanut good. butter stuff, they just like dump a whole jar of peanut butter in it because it tastes like jiffy. And I'm, so, <laughs> yeah. and I'm so sensitive to sugar that yeah. I couldn't do it. It was that. an alcoholic there, There's jiffy. so much sugar in there. It's just not, you know, it just ruins the taste. You know, you, yeah. you would say that the taste is awful. You're trying to hide it as much as you can. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. You know, whiskey is one of the stronger ones. But if you, if you try all different types of whiskeys, you'll notice that some are watered down mm. some have a real like wooden barrel flavor i like it you know yeah i mean i've, I've had the top shelf jimmy walker black label and like i can taste the difference it's like okay i can tell this is a good whiskey i just don't like whiskey you know it's like it's just not my thing so it's like ooh. it is strong that yeah. barrel taste mm-hmm. that wooden flavor it's very strong and yeah. the one that you just mentioned absolutely and like, like I can taste the difference. Like I, I can at least know, like my taste buds know the difference between peanut butter whiskey and actual whiskey. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, guys, the most important topic of today, mm. the one we're going to get to. Yeah. An- anime. No. <laughs> Good it's... Lord, get the wee. Who let the weeb in? Am I yeah. right? <laughs> well, I opened the door myself. So. <laughs> it's called Animes. We're going to talk about Animes today. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about. The guy who talks about anime. Can I finish? Yeah, I'm are sorry. you are you done? <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about when is it okay to cut people off? Is it like okay? in traffic? Yeah, very good. Thank you for asking your clarifying question. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I just cut you off and it was perfect. <laughs> and I think that's warrant another discussion. There's sometimes yeah. good times to cut people off. Let me tell you. And you know what? That was a good. Uh, that's a good way to put it. Yes, it's okay if it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
depends on the joke. Yeah. <laughs> it depends who's talking. <laughs> there's some, I don't know about you guys, but there's some people that you'll invite. Um, I'm not going to say any names, but there are some people at a party that you kind of just invite them so they don't feel out. But some there are some people you just don't want to talk. <laughs> there's some people you don't invite to the party. No, I'm talking about it out of your life. Yeah. Is it okay to cut people out of your life completely? Oh, that's... Completely different than what him and I were talking about. I knew. I thought y'all were getting on the joke. No, I knew. I knew. I knew you, what you really meant. I was making a joke, but I wasn't. <laughs> to answer the question, that would not be a forty-minute conversation. <laughs> I have a lot to say on this, but I'll just say short summary answer, and we'll get it deeper. I suppose is uh, yes. I think it's actually can be incredibly healthy. Mm. Um, depends on the situation, but I think it actually can be very healthy and growing for you. Is there a line? A hard line, or is there like a... Do you mean a hard line of cutting people off, or a hard line of them stepping over? Yeah, stepping over. Stepping over, absolutely. There okay. should be, at least. Okay. Now, there's not one inherently, but that's for you to develop yourself. Yeah. That's for person. you to draw yourself what that line is. And honestly, it all comes down to being honest with yourself. What hurts you the most? What bothers you the most? What have you tried to fix and clearly is not going to get fixed? Because, you know, I also believe in kind of like a semi-strike policy. And that sounds weird when it comes to relationships. But like, you know, I think good friendship can last throughout hardships. You know, they can, you know, like good friends have endurance. Good friends talk things out. That's different than someone crossing the line in like to a point where there's almost no return. You see, or like in order for both of you guys to grow, almost like relationships, dating relationships. For both of you to grow, you guys both have to step back. Um, and sometimes one person has to be the guy to say it or a girl to say it, you know? You know, that's a good point you bring that up because I I think most of the time it's me having to draw the line mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, because like the, the only way I've grown, unfortunately, is when either a breakup or like some kind of hardship with a friend. But that, those are the, I, I learned the hard way is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. And it's like when we've had to take that step back, that's where I've done the most growth. And it's when we have to cut off the bad relationship, friend or otherwise, yeah, yeah. you know, but what, do you have any thoughts, Matt? Yeah, I do. But it's completely unrelated. <laughs> to what y'all are talking about um it's still on the topic of when she cut someone out of your life but we're not talking about traffic mine was a lot more (laughs) (laughs) drastic i should say weird it's not a long story it's just a weird one Uh, i've hardly cut anybody out of my life because i you know i'm always open to them and also for shallow reasons i i just don't like you as a person so like i'm not gonna cut you out cut you out you can still text me but i'm definitely not texting you you know Mm. and that's that's normal for me but i was gonna say I have this one story of there was this friend that I had. It was a girl. I'm not going to say what the situation was or what her name is or nothing. But she said that she was starting to have homicidal thoughts. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. And uh, I was like trying to wrap this meeting up. You know, it's time, it, it, it's really time for me to go. You know what I mean? And I, I was like looking up online. I was like, what do I do if someone tells me they're having these thoughts? You know what I mean? <laughs> and nobody has a good answer. All I could look to was Reddit. And they didn't have anything for me there. Huh. You know, you can't call the police on them. Towards you um, or just in general? It wasn't specified. And I wasn't sticking around to find out. You know <laughs> She's what I like, mean? oh, you're looking at Reddit. That's what uh, someone who's about to die would do. <laughs> uh, man, I... It was time to go. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and so I was just like, hey, you know what? I just remember, I've got this thing, you know? <laughs> like, I got this thing to go to. At, at first, it was you. more of like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm having depression. Hey, I am here for you. I am willing to talk yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah. At some point, it, it felt like what I was saying wasn't helping anymore. And the reason they weren't opening up to me is because the big bombshell is that they were having homicidal thoughts. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I need to go. Um, um, I agree with you. That's a very drastic line. And, it um, is a very drastic yeah, line. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, was she a friend, though? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> you know, known her so, for, for like two years. and How did you approach gone. not talking to that person anymore? Well, um, I was already on the fence about it, so they definitely... Do not know my address. That's a you're like, hey, you know, I want to hang out. Can I come to you? Nope. (laughs) I'll come to you though. You know what I mean? And so as soon as that that line was drawn, gone. You know what I mean? It's it is we're we're not we're not talking. Blocked. You don't know where I live. Yeah. You don't know what I drive. Was that a real close friend of yours? I wouldn't say terribly close, but I'm I'm very open to you know, being as close of a friend as I can be to people until we start acting a little crazy yeah, yeah, yeah then then it's uh you know what i've got a wonderful life and i'd like to keep leaving it <laughs> you know okay so it, for me it's more a, a good friend of mine 
you know and it was like it was a tough decision because like everyone on facebook and twitter and youtube and whatever like they make it sound like oh if you don't like my political posts i'll just you know i have no problem blocking you it's not what i'm talking about also it's not that easy (laughs) like it's it's not not that easy for me to like have a friend whoever i can't have someone like that and just be like you know oh i'm just gonna cut them off like it's not that simple for me because i met them at a good point in my life where it's like okay we connected in some way and that's why we have each other on facebook and whatnot like it's Mm. like it was something like legit you know and i tried to so that the this person I'm thinking of in particular, it was a gradual thing over the course of like, I want to say almost two years, year and a half. It was like a whole thing where we're hanging out every day. We're having fun. Mm-hmm. We're playing board games together. We're going to Windstar together. We're doing all these really cool things. And just over the course of time, and, and like I let stuff go, but it, it, the the argument, there was, it started off, there weren't arguments. There were just like, de- you know, debates. Like we talked about stuff we disagreed with in the Bible. And all that kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. But then it kind of got to like, he started getting super toxic with it. Where he was like, you know, hey, I read this passage and uh, I think you're living your life wrong. And I'm just like, all right. You know, I disagree because that's not what I think it's saying. But he's like, and then he, and then it would start with that, with like, hey, let's talk about this. And then it would build up to, you know, hey, I think you're actually, your whole life is wrong on something because of something I read. Or he'd be like, uh, and then it would just get worse and worse where, hey, bro, you're actually sinning if you're doing this, you know? And he, he just kept ramping it up to where, like, okay, you're not actually a Christian if you did. And he kept doing that. And he kept doing that on stuff that he would eventually, like after a couple of months, be like, "Oh, I changed my mind on that." Right. But it, but by that by that point, when he changed his mind, it would be this big old argument where he's pissing me off, I'm pissing him off, and we're like, you know, yelling at each other. And then uh, by the, and then he'd just be like, "Oh, never mind, I should, you know, I, uh, eh, I don't think that anymore." Yeah. And it just kept it kept happening over and over and over. And then there were, there was one time uh, we went camping, and he kept just like snapping at me for stuff like that, mm-hmm. that just like annoyed me. I was like, "Bro, like I'm I'm really annoyed when you do that that." Stuff stuff so i waited till the trip was over and i tried to talk to him about it and he was like i was like hey bro like uh you know i just didn't appreciate what you said and he just like flipped out and he's like you know everyone's picking on me they're always hanging all my past mistakes over my head you know just being super like bro i just told you like here's something you know you're supposed to talk through things like that and be like hey bro i didn't like what you said it upset me hurt my feelings and embarrassed me and you're supposed to talk through it and then he just like flips out and was like you know no you know everyone holds everything over my head and you know i like and then he like storms off and drives I hear his car drive off and I was like okay well that was dumb yeah you know? well, so just to add a little bit to that I'm not gonna go into details like at all mm-hmm. but with my case um, it was actually a really really good friend of mine kind of like yours like almost every day hanging out yeah. doing absolutely everything together and this person actually didn't do anything wrong mm-hmm. that's the difference this person actually didn't do anything wrong yet I felt incredibly anxious anxious around them again not because of they did anything but it wasn't helping me. Like, I wasn't developing. I wasn't growing. So in a weird way, by no fault of their own, I had to cut it off because of me, to be honest. Mm. That's never happened before. People have cut me out of their lives before, but, like, I've never cut someone out of my life because I was, you know, the problem or I was the one who was uh, not creating toxicity, but just, like, creating ang- anxiety for myself, you know. But, yeah, I've, I pick my friends really, really, really carefully. So I tend to not have these big blow-ups, you know, with yeah, people. I have right. before, but, like, that's why I pick them so carefully. And, yeah, I'm very confrontational now. So if there is a problem, like, if, like you were saying, I'm the type of person to find you and talk it out and make sure we don't have any problems. Because yeah. I hate, more than anything, things building up behind your back True. and people having, attributing, like, attributes to you, you know, like, personality traits that are not your own or telling people, oh, this guy's this way or this guy's this, you know, he said this to me when I really never said that, you know, it's only because they're perceiving that. Yeah. So if you never actually talk about it, that just hurts both people in yeah, the process. I agree. I don't know. It was a gradual thing because like this, because uh, the first like six months of us being friends, we were tight, you know. And it was a really tough decision for me to look, to be like, look, I, I can't do this anymore, you know. And yeah. it's like it doesn't just happen overnight. Like don't get me wrong, when I was younger, it was harder. Uh, sometimes I take something somebody said personally and just like drive a let it drive a wedge between us. For the yeah. longest time, I couldn't have a best friend, and that you know that's you know. I'd say that was more so my fault because I would let something they said instead of addressing it with them I just like let it turn into resentment and like that was something I did that was you know a mistake on my end you know like if they said something wrong even if they were in the wrong I'd never handle it correctly yeah. um, for you know at first instance of that was one of my my first best friend outside of high school good guy uh, sometimes in high school I mean sometimes in college he was a jerk you know and like if you uh, if you had your opinion on something and he disagreed with him he tried to make me feel stupid about it you know and it's like that's not good but instead of like talking to him about it asking him to ease up on it or like hey bro like you don't have to take everything I say so serious where you gotta make me look 
look dumb in front of people. Because, yeah, yeah. like, deep down, I don't think he was trying to be a bully. It, that's just how he did it, you know? And so instead of, like, talking with him about it and giving him a chance to fix things, mm-hmm. he just, I just, I cut it off. And, and and it was a perfect transition for me to, like, cut him off where I got a new job. Mm-hmm. We weren't in the same classes anymore. And we never going to see each other on campus. I started making new friends. So it was a perfect way, even though we were self-proclaimed best friends. Yeah. I found a way to just like I just cut him off, and then like he would message me, and he texted me on my birthday one time, just saying, "Hey, miss you," and I just ignore it, <laughs> you know. And it's not the best way to do it. So, so for a lot of my young adult life, before where I'm at now, the the times that people were cut off were my fault. Mm-hmm. It was stuff, you know, I didn't handle stuff correctly. The most recent person I'm talking about, it was tough because mm-hmm. I felt like I'm doing wrong. I still don't handle everything well because I'm human, but I'm sitting here like, you know, I'm trying to work. I would try to work things out with him and he would just take it as a personal slight. I'm holding him down. Yeah. He said, you know, and he's like, I'm tired of what people, you know, worrying about what people think of me. And I was like, all right, bro, fine. You know, and then I let him have his temper tantrums. I let him storm off and he wasn't willing to change and stuff just kept getting worse and worse. Because I, I, you know, I'm in leadership now at at our church, and he would come to the groups and be disruptive. He'd he'd start in front of people, start like starting arguments, telling people they're wrong, lashing out at people. I was like, bro, well, you gotta go. So we, you know, we have to kick him out of group. We gotta, you know, like, hey, I don't want, to, you know, I don't want to talk to him anymore. He hasn't tried to reach out, but you know, I'm just like, bro, I'm not, I don't want to do this again, you know. And it's like, but it, but is that good? Is that okay? Yeah. You know, and like, what, what do you think? As long as you, so I think that's really good to do. Again, you have to like be really careful of who you press the red, big red button on. Typically, you have to keep in mind there's probably a no coming back. I would say, hey, if you ever want to talk, I, if you really care about this person, generally care about this person, if you ever want to talk, you know, I'm here, but like, that's all it's going to be. Mm-hmm. There's some things that need to be worked out on my end, your end, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like things need to change before we can actually hang out again. Yeah. And if you feel like that's not going to happen and hey, like I wish for you the best. What you want to avoid though is going to war with people. I found myself that even if I'm in like the, in the right, quote unquote, sometimes I'm very stubborn and I'll go to war with some, or I have before in the past. I've gone to war with someone over like something that started as a little thing and I had people backing me up and they had people backing them up. And then at the end, like it just kind of drained myself completely. I started actually like coming to conclusions that weren't really logical, you know, like I would just came, I just came so caught up in the actual argument of it. And I started resenting them so much that mm. I was cl- my my whole judgment was clouded. So like, as long as you just keep things open to the point where like, I care about you. Generally, I care about you. Still, you are kind of a friend to me, you know, in some way, shape or form. But like, this can't happen. Like, I can't have this happen. Like, I cannot grow with you. You know, like, we're just yeah. not compatible. You know, whatever you want to say, whatever the scenario is, it's all different. And we're not going to talk about this for a very for a variety of reasons but i would even say it sometimes extends out to family mm-hmm. like literally there are some family members you got to cut out of your life yeah. and a lot of people are going to judge you for it a lot of people are going to shame you for it and tell you that you're wrong and that's not what you know should be done but honestly like as long as it's out of love for yourself and this other person even just for yourself you want to grow like sometimes it's necessary yeah what about you matt any thoughts well i this might be a hot take okay my life is short and i'm trying to grow myself so honestly if the if the disparity between or the argument between us is that drastic i don't have time to waste on you Mm -hmm. like I, i don't need to try to figure this out if it's something that we cannot get past there's no reason for me to start wasting my breath i've got people that i love i've got people that i can talk to i've got people that i can agree with those are the people that i need in my life i don't need to waste any more of my time because this could last for a very long time yeah. You know. Is there a line between surrounding yourself with just people that'll agree with you, or do you, for you? I was about to say because no, yeah, because the answer is yes. Wanna, I don't want to say an echo chamber. They're definitely my best friend. I'm not going to bring up politics, but I will say politically, her and I are opposites. Yeah, you know, we just disagree, but we're not. We don't fight over it. You know what I mean? Sometimes we can have a good discussion where we're going back and forth for a long while on what she thinks and what I think, and we're very respectful of each other. But we just at the very end say let's just agree to disagree yeah but we are still best friends to this day you know i'm gonna see her tomorrow we're gonna yeah. you know she's gonna come over and watch tv with us yeah you i was know. about to say like you actually want to surround your people or have like a healthy balance probably of people of all different like viewpoints just so you don't like you said create an echo chamber for yourself and you don't become enveloped in your own right. view of the world that may or may not be correct or flawed in some way because every view is flawed you know there's always flaws to find and I think by keeping that healthy balance you know there's always going to be some sort of accountability there needs to be accountability I think having friends with various viewpoints can keep you accountable but yes 
when it becomes hostile, when it becomes toxic on a consistent basis. Mm. You also have to make sure that's the case. If it's a consistent basis, make sure that they're okay. Yeah. Make sure if something's totally different, like, oh my gosh, this person's never acted this way before. Look at their life, ask them about it, you know, like, hey, if you're willing to share, what is going, you know, if something's happening, I noticed you're acting a little different, or is am I, am I okay? Did I do anything wrong? Like, come at in a humble opinion or a humble stance, you know, because you don't want to seem like you're attacking them. And there's might be a chance that you said something that they didn't like and be like, okay, you know what? I apologize. Let's talk through that. Or it could be something completely different that they're just taking out on you or whoever just because. You have to be, you have to make absolute sure that this is like why Almost like sending someone to the death penalty. Mm -hmm. You know, like... Sounds awful, but like legitimately, you want to make sure that this is literally the, the only way or this is the only solution for no one ever get hurt, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's tough because for this individual, it's happened multiple times yeah. where he's like, hey, we're, you know, my bad. For that individual, I agree with what yeah. you did. But yeah, and it's like, uh, it, it was something that happened. I, and, and I get it. Like, I don't just give on a... Usually, I've had... Okay, recently I've done this, but I usually don't give people the one strike, you're done. Yeah. I have with one person... Well, that was kind of in regards to a relationship mm. and I'm not going to get into why I don't, they might listen. Who knows? I don't, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, yeah. but, the, but this other person that I've been talking about is just like, you know, I, I forgive them and I let it go, but then it just keeps happening and it gets, and it gets toxic and then they won't take yeah. any accountability. They, they won't really say they're sorry unless somebody else tells them to, because they yeah. don't think they're wrong. You know, and, and it's not about being wrong or right either. I'm not trying to say that, but um, I don't know. It's just, it's really tough because like it being such a close friend of mine, I know people on social media make it look so easy to just mm. cut people off, but it's not, it hurts because it's someone you trusted. It's someone you felt like you could walk into any situation with and just go on and get it done but and then it turns into like bro i don't want to talk to you anymore yeah you know i mean that brings up like two important points the first one is that it's not easy right but the second point is that there's no right choice you mm. know as an adult you kind of come to realize that no matter what choice you make it it's probably not the right one. There's probably an infinite number of wrong ones to mm. make, but you know, that's that's your job as an adult to, you know, look at your factors and make the choice that you think is best. There is yeah. no necessarily there's no right answer. It, besides the case of like extreme examples, right, yeah. you know. Now, you shouldn't get mad if you sell yourself out too much. Mm -hmm. now, that's an important distinction to make, so I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Please elaborate. Like if you if you are the type of person to give up all your time, all your effort, all your emotion, everything to your friends. And like, not just friends, but like everyone you know. Like if you're very, um, not easy to sway, but like if someone really is like struggling with something and you don't really know them that well, but you're just such a people lover that you want to give them all your time. Or if you even know them a little, you know, a little, little bit better. Like you want to give this person all your time and you want to help them throughout any situation and suddenly their life becomes your life um, or your life becomes their life. You know, like it's not about that healthy balance anymore. Um, and say you pour yourself into someone who you didn't really know that well or you thought you knew and everything blows up then how much can you put that blame on that person if you gave so much too much of yourself to that person it could even be someone you know really well when there's like a dependency that's formed you know or like too much trust like in reality no you cannot never put a hundred percent trust in anyone that's just what reality is that's true you have to take risks that's what life is it's about risks it's a risk to call someone your best friend because you know what? You can't say with all certainty they are going. To, they're never going to hurt me in any way. Believing that is different than actually reality, though. If right. you're believing that, you know, wanting to believe that, you know what? Just say even if it happens, we're gonna fight through this. You know, even if it happens, but always keep in the back of your head like. If this doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. No one's going to die over this, you know? I mean, friends move on. Like, that's just how life is. That's true. Very rarely do people make it through their life beginning to end with the same amount of friends. I have changed friend groups more times than I can count. Right now, I have like five different friend groups. Yeah. And I'm not going to know all of them in 10 years. Right. Um, there are some of them where I thought I was going to know them till my wedding day. And like literally, I don't even talk to them. You just anymore. keep postponing you it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> That's why they left. That's why they're not friends. Not... But like, you just—if when it happens to you so much, you just kind of move on. They're they're friends for a season, and that's it. Right. But don't make a nest. Don't, you know, make a nest until you know that is where you're supposed to be. A lot of people have taken that personally, too. Because, mm -hmm. like you said, yeah. you're going to change friend groups and all those other things. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, it's like, look, dude, like, I graduated college and I moved away. Like, I love to right. come see you when I come by. Because I go by there quite a bit, you sure. know, and I stop to say hi. But, like, it's not going to be like it was. I got a whole new life now. Yeah, you know? I mean, but, like, a lot of times, two, like, biggest moments that happens is, like, or three, is when you move away or you go to college or you get married. Typically, yeah. when you get married, that is, like, do or die. That is either mm -hmm. you drop all your friends 
friends yeah. or you only keep the ones you really really care married about. with kids like that's that's your yeah, life now exactly. you know your kids and wife are supposed and sometimes to be... the wife's like well we need to move on like mm-hmm. or the husband's like that sure. you know it really it really depends it takes a lot of effort for couples married couples to still have friend groups outside of their marriage i think it's actually really healthy and but it takes a lot of effort for that to happen yeah. it's rare though so don't get hurt if someone gets married and doesn't talk to you anymore yeah. or they go to college and they don't talk to you anymore like not because they not because they hate you or because they're glad they're gone it's more like their lives are moving on if they don't stick with it then they're going to fall back into a pit you know that they won't don't want to be in yeah so i know shaps you said you didn't want to talk about family mm-hmm. but does that mean you i'm prefer... comfortable talking about family okay. um, i was gonna say well what about the rest of us <laughs> can i bring up can i bring up family you, stuff well that's what i was kind of trying to avoid but if you want to by all means go ahead no i was just gonna say um it, it is a lot more complicated with family members mm. tread lightly i know <laughs> oh forgot you're still here <laughs> no no no. okay so matt uh I, you know i, I kind of want to bring up our biological dad i'm not talking about mom i wanted to dad. bring it up too yeah okay that's, that's a very that's yeah. a very guys. Topic. yeah and let, let's let's we don't have to give everything yeah sure. but like so you still talk to him let's get that out so, uh, yeah i do i do yeah. and we have our reasons uh for not talking to him i have just now this is counter uh, counterproductive to the argument I'm trying to make here, which is like you need to cut people out of your life uh, that that aren't beneficial to you. But uh, the thing is, man, it's it's my dad, and I, I have fond some fond memories of him. I also have some really bad memories of him, and I won't go into detail what those yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I understand he's he's kind of a lost cause, and I I can recognize that. But there's still that. Uh, it's my dad. You know, yeah. and I, I still want to care for him uh, to some extent. There are some things that I just won't do, and yeah. that's take care of him financially. For sure. I've tried that once. It's, it's a uh, bottomless it, pit. It was, not, yeah, <laughs> it was not good because, you know, give someone an inch, they'll take a mile, and that's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's I mean, nice of you to admit and, like, talk and go into that. that. That's another example. Hey, when's it healthy for you to cut someone out? And he's someone that I haven't cut out completely. Right. But he's definitely someone that I don't openly try to seek, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what, what's the word for it? Yeah, fellowship with. You know, he texted me the other day. He was like, hey, the art festival starts today. You know, I was Ooh, like, I was there. Well, isn't that, isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Have fun. <laughs> I had, I've only had to cut one family member out of my life, but they're not that related to me. Gotcha. So, yeah, I can't imagine what that's like, um, yeah. to be honest. But, like, without that particular experience, I mean, like, I think it's honorable for you to still not seek our relationship with your dad, but to still recognize that there are some people who generally I understand completely if you do not see that person as your yeah. father, like 100%. And um, don't judge anyone for saying, you know, otherwise. But yeah, it is also important to realize, you know, that's what separates us from animals, you know, a lot of the time is just honor and recognizing, you know, what's been put in our lives, what's been put in our lives for a reason. Yeah. Friendships, family, some go, some stay, some die out just naturally. Sure. And uh, not, not our to, dead. He's gonna, he's gonna outlive all of us. <laughs> you have to you have to take advantage of as much as you can, not in a selfish way, but like what is given to you through life. You know, whatever you believe. Like, if you believe that this has been given to you for a reason, then use it for a good reason. And they like make the most out of it. Yeah. Uh, just don't dwell in it because again, everything in this life's temporary. Life's way too short to dwell on something for too long. Yeah. Um. I, I'm with you. Dwelling on something too long. So like the person I did cut out. I don't dwell on it because it's like, you know, it's done. And like I, with our dad, I don't know. I actually don't, you don't have to tell me because it doesn't matter to me. But like, I don't know how he feels about me. If I were to ever try to like talk to him, mm-hmm. I feel like he would, but it would be more so to get stuff out of me. Yeah. It wouldn't be to actually make a real connection because he doesn't know what a real connection looks like. Yeah. He's He's been so damaged with every, you know, he his, his parents relationship, not good. His obviously his marriage is not good, you know, and I, he just I don't think he knows what a healthy relationship looks like. Yeah. So for me to for him to say like, yeah, I want to connect with my son, he he doesn't know what a healthy connection with anyone looks like. Yeah. So it, it, you know, and and just the way he lives, the way he talks about you know mom, and the way he talks about us behind our backs, it's like bro, it's just so toxic. And having him in my life is so, it would be such an anchor, no, you know, to where it would make me just go backwards. Because like he, he he 
he's one of those guys to where like he wants us to quit our jobs just to go live with him and do nothing you know it's like bro like do you understand like how much that would set people up for failure like if we were raised under you you know so, he just doesn't get it i mean best example best advice i can give that scenario again not experiencing that myself mm-hmm. sure is that in your scenario that might be the healthiest for you yeah but try and again life's all about making effort try to love him from a distance then um as much as i can as much as you can yeah i get it believe me i understand um, prayer works well sure, sure. just yeah, yeah prayer whatever whatever you again whatever you believe in I'll, whatever gets you there this isn't a religious podcast so i'm gonna send my vibes his direction <laughs> there, let me send positive vibes to positive him. vibes yeah. uh no but seriously like it doesn't matter if you believe in god or not just like care for them from a distance because forgiveness is good for anyone true um and I, i'm not i'm not mad at him i no, don't have sure. any anger toward him but either. like also it's a daily process yeah. because just as easy as you get yourself out of hole you can fall right back into it sure i would say like if, you know without him i wouldn't be so funny you yeah, know <laughs> if we're talking about hypotheticals here since you asked the question if you did speak with him again what would happen is he will not acknowledge it yeah. Whatever issues that we are not stating here, it it doesn't matter to him. I I don't think that it it's not that it matters to him. He just won't talk about it. Mm. You know what I mean? Completely that, oblivious to the facts that whatever, the past happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that uh, healthy? No, 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 no. I I think he genuinely is the person who has lied so much in his life that he believes his own lies. Mm. You know, as far as what we know happens, he denies it to this day. I truly believe he believes it, Mm. you know, so I'm pretty sure he's more than willing to talk to you because (laughs) he thinks nothing wrong happens. He thinks we're friends. (laughs) He thinks we're just best buds and, you know, we're holding, we're, you know, holding it above his head, but... That's just kind of one yeah. of those things. That's, a, that's an interesting thing to say. Yeah. yeah. I never thought about that. But you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I probably am on this one. Yeah. Now, since we've talked a lot about, I'm not going to say religion, but, you know, uh, Christian topics uh, on this particular episode, I wanted to bring something up that I think you might find interesting. Okay. Do you remember Affabel? Mm-hmm. I was listening to it the other day. It's funny that you say that because <laughs> I did recently, and I was so surprised at how much of the story I remember. Uh, <laughs> well, it's it's my fault for making y'all listen to it 80 billion times. Well, no, I mean, I, it wasn't a problem at all because yeah. I was like, you know what? I, I want to hear that thing again. Yeah. And so when I was listening to it, I was well, like... For, for, quite, real quick, for those yeah. who don't know what it is. So there's this, uh, evan- tele- not televangelist, Christian author named John Bevere. He's written tons of books that have really helped me. And he has a radio drama series. You don't get this reference, Shaps. But he, he got a bunch of Hollywood actors to act out this thing. And it's a radio drama. And the guy that plays God is voiced by the guy that plays Gimli from Lord of the Rings. So he, he voices God. It's about how we live our lives now on Earth will affect how we live in heaven. So that's the gist of the story. Mm. But anyway, go ahead, man. Well, the reason I said it is because uh, I've been making a lot of like personal changes in my life mm. in the last week. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I listened to it and I was like, yeah. Lord, I'm so sorry. I've been living in sin. <laughs> you know? And so yeah. it, it spoke to me so much that, uh, I mean, you heard it recently. You probably have the you know same outlook. But I, I was like, you know what? You know who needs to hear this? My wife. <laughs> and so I stuck her in the car for two hours. So I was nice. like, we are going to listen to this on yeah. this road trip. And sure enough, Definitely. the same thing happened to her. You know, she was mm-hmm. like, I'm not living my life right. <laughs> so we had like a real heart-to-heart after it. Yeah. And uh, like, like you said, it's about the life that we live on earth, the choices that we make, and that we don't know how much time that we have left. Right. And once our time is up... It is done. There is no changing your mind at the last second. Right. No convincing yourself that you were righteous this whole time. Yeah. Uh, ju- like judgment is final, mm-hmm. and so we're thinking about our lives not in the uh, in the respect of like how we're living our lives today. We should be focusing on how we're going to be living for eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And how I'm glad we, you brought you that know, up. Uh, That's right. I, I'm with you. I, actually, I got to talk to a buddy of mine from college. He was my small group leader. Uh, I, back then, I wasn't living the way I live now. I wasn't living correctly. But we talked about that. Like it's you know once you start getting a bigger purpose, it's not about it's not about us anymore. You know, and it's about we're we're serving for a higher purpose. But anyway. You know, we can go down that whole oh rabbit gosh. hole. Do I yeah. need to play the whole song in the corner now? I know. <laughs> I know. Can I get the keys up now? All I'm right, sorry, guys. I kept that I, part I, short. I completely recommend it to anyone yeah. uh, who's just looking for yeah. uh, a I, change I re- in their lives. I recommend you read any John Bevere book because mm-hmm. they're all very good. So anyway, 
Yeah. Okay. So the the biggest thing is like, yeah, I think it's okay to, it's okay if you have to, because, you know, at the end of the day, you got to look at your life. Are they bringing you down? Are they helping you? You got to look in. It's okay to ask people for their opinion and not just yes men. Like you said, it's, it's, it has to be like, am I in the wrong? Cause like the, of course there's not stuff. I didn't do everything right in that situation with that friend. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And I think like yes men and echo chambers are kind of like a door of opportunity to extremism. Yeah. You know, exactly. So you don't want to go down that road. You really don't. And, and like, like a chap said, uh, there's, there's gotta be a balance, sure. you know, mm-hmm. uh, because um, in, in the situation I had, I asked, it, it was a very important situation to me. And I, I had to ask the only two people I knew who could help me with this. And, and it, it was in regards to a relationship. And I was like, I, I'm going to, I, I know how I feel, but I could be wrong. So I need to grab two people that I know will tell me. They're looking out for me too. They're not going to give me bad advice to mess with my life. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to those two people that I knew would give me clarity on it or at least look at it from a perspective of like take the emotions out because they're not the ones in that situation you know and they were able you know it and both of them told me stuff that i didn't want to hear you know but it was like but it helped me to see like okay i'm not the i'm i'm at least not unjustified in how i feel you know what i mean they didn't just tell me what i wanted to hear they told me how it is and that's what you have to that's what you got to surround yourself with people that are going to be honest with you but for to make you a better person, not just to hurt you, not just to tell you what you want to hear. It, it, people that are able to build you up and make you stronger. So, you know, this individual that I know, um, they recently, I, I bumped into them and my, my best friend was telling me how much this person's changed and they've improved. And like, I guess I could like, in theory, make him, give him a bit another chance and whatnot. But I don't know. It's like, I don't know if I have the energy for that again. That not, not just going based on the past hurts, but also the understanding that like, my life's so different now. If we were to start hanging out like we used to, I don't even think I have the time for it because yeah. I'm so busy. You know, it's like when that, I, I look back fondly on that time, I'd have loved to have grown with that person and find a way to mesh both worlds together and, and make it work better. But it really just feels like now I'm in a different place. I've moved on. And going back and hanging out with them till midnight or 2 a.m. sometimes, it kind of just feels like it could be a step backwards, even if we were having fun not arguing. And the same thing with relationships, mm-hmm. romantic relationships. Do not make people projects. Right. They're on the same earth, you know, same way as you, same set of rules. Like, you can try to help people out, but, like, once you start looking at them as, like, a an actual, like, project or, like, a task, you know, then you start to almost, like, dehumanize them in a weird way. Yeah. Even though you feel like you're being sympathetic, empathetic, whatever, you're not actually being that person's friend. You, like you said... You're you got, trying to you, change them into the friend that you want. You, yeah. you, you mm-hmm. got the two friends together because you knew they were going to tell you the truth. That's yeah. what true friendship is. Yeah. It's hard stuff. It's hard to be a friend. And it's, it's hard to be a best friend or a friend to someone, you know, like... It's not super easy. Why I hate it when people are like, you know, it's just, I have so many friends. It's so easy to meet people. It's like, why well, those people actually like friends? Friends? Right. Are those people going to drag you out of bar fights? Are those people going <laughs> or get to get you into them? Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, or are those people going to? Are you going to blow up this person and throw everything you have at them, and they're going to forgive you the next day mm-hmm. and move through it, like move past it? That's what a friend is, honestly. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. You have any closing thoughts on the topic, Matt? No, I'm pretty dry. <laughs> you know, I, I think y'all did a pretty good explanation yeah that's why we have a third person here though for the third wheel podcast uh, so we go live one day yeah one day we're gonna go live and make sure none of and us anyone, say any anyone can go and talk whatever they want i'm gonna be tiptoeing yeah all the words that I say at how home. are how are y'all doing today <laughs> chat gpt what should i, I say doing well what what is the name of that that dumb child's game, is it like the I game where you have to say words that don't include the letter I? Like, I uh, so you have to wow. speak really slowly right, and exactly. with intent. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And it's like, I'll be like, how's the weather, chaps? Like, there's no, you can't say anything racist is, about the weather. <laughs> it is. I would never say anything racist, but. Neutral. <laughs> okay, we're about to get canceled. <laughs> and it's my fault. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, I'm excited to transition to the eating portion. Chef, who are you eating already during the eating portion of this podcast? Oh, was this not the food? Okay. <laughs> yeah, if you hear the crinkling throughout here, this... I'm like, excited to eat. <laughs> yeah, and he's just going to town. Oh, Luckily, sorry. he's eating some snacks I brought. Not the item I actually had prepared for today. To so haul me off. Yeah, so I have with us in the spirit of Stranger Things, which isn't going to be out for a long time, and the last season came out a year ago, so we're late. I found, as I was shopping, Ego Pop-Tarts. Ego as, Pop-Tarts. as in Ego Waffles. Lego my Ego. <laughs> like, okay. Eleven would be so proud of this project. Are these, yeah. are these Ego Waffles in the shape of Pop-Tarts or Pop-Tarts project. in the shape of Ego Waffles? The first one. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I insisted we all open this before we got started, but Shep's is like, no, I'm going to open it on air. Yeah. So f- so feel well, free to hey, open. Okay, audience, you tell us. Do you like it whenever we open the, ca- the can- Coke cans, you know, or unwrap the wrappers on mic, live, raw? Or would you rather us produce something, like have it all figured out from the very beginning? No. This is going to be my honest opinion. I don't even know what this thing looks like. Okay? This is what you get, audience. This is what you pay for. That's exactly why I opened it up before the episode this started. This is what you pay for. I'm going to have to cut this whole part Can out. Can you hear me? Ooh, it smells great. Doesn't it smell good, though? It smells like syrup. Holy crap. Yeah, because like, like I ain't going to lie to you. When we opened it earlier, I was like, oh. That now, that gu- does not look appetizing. <laughs> that gust of like, oh, okay. heaven. This doesn't look appetizing because it looks like someone put mustard all over my pot. I'm going to... So just looking at it from the back end, it's very yellow. Like the actual very before you get to the frosting, if you just look at the backside, it's a very yellow pop tart. I'm worried if this is just gonna be like straight up like syrup, or are we like, gonna taste like some? Hints it smells of like syrup. This is actual. It does smell a lot like syrup. Mustard colored, and then there's white, so it looks like mayonnaise. So mayonnaise. Mm. <laughs> now I flip it over, and I see it's got the white frosting, but then it's got the yellow drizzle all over yep. it. Oh, I thought you were talking about this side, the part that looks like a waffle color. <laughs> No, no. I said before. Before we get to the the backside, it, it's yellow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But now there, I flip it over to the front, and there is nothing waffly about this. And you're right. It, it's besides very, the color, the of mustard, the, the drizzle looks like mustard. You know, it, it looks like somebody was like burnt. Oh, was, <laughs> was good. Well, actually, you're right. You know, put it on a glizzy. Okay. Look like a, Regardless of how stripes. I feel, this actually smells amazing. I bet it would smell even better on a toaster. In a toaster. I thought you were gonna say it smells even better when I'm chewing it, and then you like take a bite. Well. Why don't you eat one and then put the other one in the toaster? All right, everyone. Are we doing like Wait, hold an on, ASMR hold on. I'm not take? Ready yet. <laughs> Do an ASMR take or you get real uh, close to the mic? Yeah, no, I'm cutting this part. Anything out. else you want to describe to the audience? No, um, okay, so is this syrup, this little brown stuff? Could this be the syrup part? Yeah, it's poking out a little bit there. Yeah, it's weird. This it, it, it looks weird, okay? It smells amazing. It's probably going to taste pretty good, but it looks so weird. I'm okay. scared. Ready? No, I guess as I'll ever be. <laughs> Ready, three, two, one, synchronize. Wow, <laughs> it tastes like a pop tart. <laughs> I'm not getting anything in this bite. No, maybe it tastes better five bites in. <laughs> Dude, it tastes just like one of those salmon ones, like exactly well, on. like it. Wait though, the aftertaste. Do you get the ego? syrup? The aftertaste is straight syrup. I don't know. I, I kind of get the 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 waffle part in the aftertaste. If before you take another bite, just like stew on that for a second. I see what you mean, but it tastes way too much similar to the cinnamon pop tart. Mm. Yeah, it tastes very sim- similar. The only thing I think is different is the smell. It smells just like. Cinnamon. I only li- I only know that because the only two pop tarts I ever would eat were the cinnamon and the Oreo ones. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. As I chew this and reflect on the aftertaste, I looked at the pop tart <laughs> box, mm-hmm. and when I saw the waffle in my head, I was eating a waffle. What? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mm-hmm. taste waffles now. Yeah, that's a weird one. It's weird. It's more. I think it's more scientific and psychological than we let on, because you know I'm pairing the taste. That's with the such picture. bull crap. It's the same pop tart. No, I'm telling you, it I, tastes I, the exact no, same. Brown it sugar. smells different and yeah. it looks different. The only difference. Uh, no, that, see, brown sugar. This tastes like syrup it, when you get to the sweet part, mm. but syrup and brown sugar taste different. And I would say this does taste like syrup. Too. No, dude. If I put, final comments, uh, it's very underwhelming. I must say. If I put two, well, I like it because I like the cinnamon ones. Like that's the only reason I like it. If I put both of them right in front of you, you would not be able to tell. I guarantee that. I put money on that. Can't smell them though. Are you saying we got to come back and uh, yeah, we got to come back and do a taste test? Uh huh. Okay. I want my. Y'all can't about, see it, but we could probably blindfold Chaps and see if he can actually tell the difference. I think we should both be blindfolded. No, no. It, I can't tell the difference. Caleb would be the one blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're right. My but mistake. Caleb. I know it by smell. Well, I'm still eating. I apologize. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to both. I, I'm eating the second one right now. You know? Are you not going to try and toast it? No. I don't, like, I don't think I like it that much. And I like Pop-Tarts. I ain't going to lie. I don't think this tastes that good. Like I said, it's very underwhelming. Yeah, I'd rather eat a regular ego. <laughs> and I watch Eleven from the show eat him right out of the box. Yeah, you know? well, it's this is how the man. Lord intended. Oh, yeah, you know. Also, who's got time? Who's got time for toasting? I think I had more fun talking about our estranged father. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> this isn't enjoyable at all. <laughs> 
well. Thank you. I wanted to try out that peep soda. Y'all made it sound That was so good, good, bro. That was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> now in every store near you next year. <laughs> or maybe some of those Jonas Brother popcorn. <laughs> no, that was very mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> well, the part that made it funny was the, the story of the guy. So the popcorn I've been munching on this entire show that you may or may not have noticed. Better than his pop tart. Yes. I knew yeah. a guy who knew a guy who had a son who had the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> And so, decided to, to loosely connect them to my popcorn. Do you, so do you like this Pop-Tart, Shaps? I feel ripped off, but yeah, I like it. You didn't buy it, though. I feel ripped off and I, <laughs> I know, I still, I still feel ripped off. For you, because so you filled. fooled. You got fooled. You literally looked at the box You owe said, me 37 cents? You looked over there and you said, I'm eating a waffle. I'm like, that's how they get you, bro. I haven't even finished the first one. Because wow. I've, 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 I've seen everything I need to here. I, I didn't go for the second one, but I did finish the first one. Must say, underwhelmed. Yeah. Undercooked. I'll probably eat the set because you know, Undercooked. You, you know, <laughs> you know, I never lose my appetite on this show, so I'll go back eventually for the second. I literally one. just. <laughs> All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, I never lose time. my appetite lost except my appetite. for Ego. <laughs> when I'm not feeling hungry, I turn to Kellogg's Egos. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. Bro, I was at the Fort Worth Arts Festival, and they they uh, they had the country radio station booth yeah and they're like oh read your uh read the script into the microphone and we might use you for our radio program like oh i bet you put everything you had i did not because they wouldn't let me promote this show what's the point why would i bother i'm already on the radio in a sense so why would i you know i don't need it you shouldn't have asked bro ask forgiveness later ask for forgiveness later yeah just like and uh thank you for you know tuning in to 98.7 kl2 tune in the third wheel podcast klt third wheel yeah <laughs> just throw it in there all right well guys i'm very disappointed by this pop tart and i think that's a great way to end this show Honestly. well um speaking of the arts festival and trying to plug your show i oh, think yeah, it's an yeah. appropriate time to uh shamelessly uh <laughs> plug mine hello uh it is sellout calvary here if you like what you see here and want to see or if, well, <laughs> if you like what you hear here <laughs> and want to hear more wow. you can subscribe to my youtube channel at calvary's cave now, for those of you that appreciate video games and anime, I will be talking about that and playing some games on my channel at Calvary's Cave. Am I going to spell it for you? No. I expect you to reach it there yourself. Yeah. And if you need help, you can go back to any of our previous videos where my brother commented, Calvary's Cave, just click on his channel and you should be able to find it just easy and dandy. Uh, link in bio? Link in bio? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, you know, that sounds like a really good name of like an old style mercenary group. The uh, Sellout Sellsword Calvary. Ooh, that sounds terrible. Yes. Yes. Sellout <laughs> Calvary. Leave the big brain. Leave the marketing to me, (laughs) and then we'll be fine. Guys, the the name came from me. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's why it sucked. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we had a great discussion. I hope y'all enjoyed it. We will see y'all next time. Say bye, everybody. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye, everyone.